Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Jen. And I'm Lottie. And this is our podcast about navigating the world as parents. And this week, Jen, we're going to ask, could you forgive an affair? We also reveal our own recent triumphs and failures. And we want to talk about handling your marriage. Yes, because they're not always easy. Get ready to navigate the chaos of parenthood with us. You're listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. How are you? I have big news. Okay, go on. I have big news. And if you haven't listened to other episodes of the podcast, this has no context. Okay. (laughs) But my husband can now make a bed. (gasps) And he's, he's learned, he's learned to make a bed properly. Can I ask, did you teach him or did he go to YouTube? He knows, he knows, he always knew how to make a bed. Sorry, let me rephrase. He's decided to make the bed properly. Go on. This has made me so happy because there's little things in relationships that just get on your nerves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this was one thing for years. And it was like, you know, why just why, like just make it properly? And he did. And he makes it and he does the prison corners, the real tight ones. And he does this now because I had a shit attack a couple of weeks ago when he didn't make it properly. And he's, you know, he's all good. Do you know what that's called? Fear. Yes. Fear. Yes. That's what that is, Jen. Fear and love. I have a fabulous triumph as well. I can't wait. So I watched 30 minutes of a movie. Wow. Haven't watched a movie since I was pregnant. Well, you still haven't watched a movie because I'm pretty sure movies are longer than 30 minutes. Well, it was still 30 minutes of myself and my husband watching the television together which is something we literally have not been able to do since Wolf was born. Because everything is trucks, trains, um, cartoons galore, Dumbo, whatever it happens to be. And this was 30 minutes of The Little Mermaid. A kid's movie. But the the remake, you know. Oh, the remake. With the people, with the people, Jen. Did you fall asleep? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, you know when they say Netflix and chill? Yeah. Does that mean like Netflix and... Yeah, that's what it means. I don't think that's real. I think it's... There's no way. I think Netflix has ruined... Sorry, Netflix, right? For what I'm about to say. But I think you've (laughs) ruined people's sex lives. Because back in the day, when you'd have the telly on, there'd be three-minute breaks. Yeah. There'd be nothing on the television. There'd be stuff that you wouldn't want to watch and you'd be like, oh, okay. Do you want to ride? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to talk about my failures. I don't know if it's my failure or Lau's failure, but I was lying on the bed after reading my darling daughter, a bedtime story. Okay. And we're having the chats. I like to have the chats sometimes. And I always ask her, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there any questions? How was that? And I was like, we were talking about something happened in school. And she said, shit, really casually. Like the curse word. So she was like, yeah, and my mate, like, that's really shit, isn't it? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't know it's bold. It was so casual. It was so nonchalant. It was so matter of fact. It was just beautifully done. So you were proud. <laughs> I couldn't give out to her. And I was like, maybe you, I said to her, maybe use a different choice of words. She's like, well, you, you use that word all the time. Oh. I was like, well, I use shit quite casually. And now she uses it. And it was disconcerting and a bit weird, to be honest with you. It was a bit weird. Did you have to explain to her that it's not a nice word? or how? You... I just said don't use it in school because you get into trouble. Okay, well, that's one way of dealing <laughs> with it. But it was so weird hearing her say it. Just really casually. That's a bit shit, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, actually. <laughs> Did you laugh? No, because no, I was kind of in the moment. I was like, yeah, she's trying to you know, be really sincere in what she's saying. That was her feeling. Exactly. How can you be angry with that? And I come from a sweary house. Okay. I come from a sweary house and my family are going to hate me saying this, especially my dad and my mum. But we're quite sweary. Okay. Not in a bad way. But like your whole life growing up, would it have been? It's quite a sweary household and you do not want to go around to my dad's when he's watching uh, like rugby or football. Oh, or okay. Like, oh my days. It is an onslaught. Okay, of course. Yeah. Um. So we're quite, I'm quite used to that. I'm kind of immune to it. I have to check myself, obviously, in my day job on the radio, you know, can't, can't be cursing too much. That's why I love to the podcast. It's the only reason we're doing the podcast is so we can freely curse. Oh, that's so good. It's funny because I love saying curse words. I'm not mad about hearing them. From your kids? Anybody. Oh. Do you know if you hear people in past saying like, like, oh, that doesn't sound great. Oh, I've got a terrible potty mouth. That's a bit vulgar. But you never think about how you sound when you're saying it. But anyway... I need to sit down and have a chat with her and try and, you know, but it was so, it was so lovely and weird and wonderful all in one thing. What a strange reaction to have I to know. your kid cursing. I know. I remember when, um, that we didn't come from a sweary house. Curse words were like banned. Okay. And when I used to be in the car with my mum sometimes, she would call bad drivers assholes. They are. And I would think, oh my God, mum is crazy. <laughs> She's saying asshole. And then one morning, I remember going to my dad, you know, being such an asshole. <laughs> Before he was going to work. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I was a child. I was very young. Anyway, I remember my mum coming out and going, no, whatever she went mad. We don't say those words. Look how upset you've made dad. He's gone to work crying. And I was like, but mum, you call everyone an asshole on the road all the time. And I couldn't understand what the problem was. She was like, no, but little people won't, we won't use those words. We just won't say the word asshole anymore. But I remember I was just like, dad, you're an asshole. (gasps) 
And I remember That's brave. the look of shock on his face. I would never call my parents something like that. That's a disgrace. Well, I was young and naive, okay? And I'd say that when he walked out that door and went back into my mum, they must have been rolling around the floor laughing. Uh, yeah. I'd say they were pissing themselves going, you can't believe what she's after saying. She called me an asshole. Yeah. It's a funny one and an embarrassing one. It depends on the company, I suppose. But I don't think, like, that's, that's, that's how we talk. And there's such shame, I think, when people use such bad language. I think in the right context is right. I always say to Florence, I don't like when you call people name. Name calling is never cool. You know what I mean? Name calling and... And, and that kind of stuff. But if you're really angry, there's nothing like a gun, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you're over 16. Speaking of fails. Yeah. I have a big fail and I can't partake in any office chat at the moment because all anybody is talking about is the Beckham documentary and seen as the first time I watched telly in a couple of years was to watch 30 minutes of the new Little Mermaid movie. I haven't got to see any of it. So I can't go on social media I can't look at any any sites because I'm terrified somebody's going to spoil it for me. Well, that is a big failure. You need to cop yourself on. Okay. Um, come here, did you hear? What? Have you watched the new Beckham documentary <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I want to talk about this. I'm Are you not teasing. actually ruin this for I me? I really want to talk about it because it is one of the best I things I've seen, seen a long time. Though, I know you haven't, love. It's a four-part documentary series, right? It's basically okay. <clears throat> basically a behind-the-scenes look into David and Victoria Beckham's family life, their okay. house, their gaff. Oh, you got to peek at the gaff. Yeah, what he does in his spare time. Don't want to give too much away. He's a beekeeper. What? He keeps bees. Um, I'm not going to tell you anymore, but it covers the highs and the lows of the pair's marriage as well as David's football career. Now, they talk about David's alleged affair in episode four. Okay. I'm just about to watch that episode and I can't wait because I'm going to do it after this. And it is going to be a whopper. Okay. Because it's Mm. a no holds barred. Victoria opens up publicly for the first time about it. The strain on her marriage. But it just got me thinking. Could you forgive an affair? Um, God, it's a very loaded question. It is. Um, I admired the Beckhams because it happened quite a while ago in their relationship that that controversy circled them. They had a very young family and I've seen trailers for Beckham where David mentions how him and Victoria always had something so special and yeah. he wanted to fight for it and um, that they had a family they had to fight for. So I wonder, is the question different when you have a family? I think it's a little bit different. But then I did a bit of research. Not that I'm planning on having an affair. I was just going to say... No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Most couples want to stay together after after an affair. Did you know this? No. This is mad, right? So a recent study says that about 70% of couples try to rebuild their relationships. Forgiving your partner is certainly possible, but are you capable of doing it? Now, I've somebody... Did you say 70? Yeah. That is like way higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Right? 70% is... I thought most people wouldn't. Because my gut reaction is, what? I, I, I kick him out. The trust is gone. Trust is gone. That's the end of it. 
but I think that's an easy reaction. You know, I think when it, if, when, if it happened. Sorry, what? (laughs) If it happened to you, I think that's a very different situation. You know, you. It's crazy. Have you spoken about it with your, with Leo ever? We have spoken about it because we have people in our circle who have, there's been an affair in the relationship and they have stayed together for the sake of their family life. And wow. And they're together now, still years later. And it's a very, initially, I'd say a very traumatic time. I, I would say, well, personally, I would say professional help would definitely be needed because it's so, oh my God. But I think marriage is changing all the time. And I think people who have kind of a romantic soulmate, one person for everyone for the whole life and it's completely normal to be married forever in this romantic view about marriage is kind of dangerous a little bit because human beings are very complex and life is long. (laughs) And if you're fortunate enough to have a long life and marriages, marriages are complex things. And I think when you have kids, like before I had kids, it would have been a definite, I would never forgive them. Really? Yeah. And he would probably be the same with me. But I think now we've kids and there's different factors and things come to play. And I think we would work at it because we have such an amazing thing going. But have you spoken about it? Yeah, he says he'd never forgive me, but I think I could talk him around. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I think I could talk him around. I I think think it's different when you have, I I think, I I do, I do. I think when the, uh, you know, it's so easy. I think it's probably easier to walk away because you just set a match to that house, burn it down, walk away, start over again. Yeah, It's much harder to stay and work out. And deal with your problems. And learn to forgive. And why did it happen? Like, it's not the affair. It's like, why did it happen? What got us to this place? I'm sure those conversations are horrific. And then imagine every time you have a fight, it probably comes up. Yeah. That must be horrific for people. Yeah. But then I look at people like Victoria and David Beckham and in all the trailers, because I haven't seen it yet, so please don't ruin it for me, they seem so together, genuinely happy and together and beautiful family life. And so it's worth working on, that would say. Yeah, I th- yeah, I, for certain people, for certain people, for sure. It's a very individual decision. Some people, I think, can do it, not easily. And then there's just some people, like I would say Fabio slept with me. <laughs> Go on, finish your sentence, I dare you. Like that would be it for the podcast uh, anyway, wouldn't it? All right, so this is research you're talking about, is it? <laughs> Like the podcast would definitely be gone. The the podcast would be gone. Yeah, I think that would be the first. Or... Could you forgive him? Or we'd be at number one. <laughs> we'd be at number one. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You would definitely get to number one. Oh. But like, I know, because you're very, you're very much into your loyalty and you have mm. trust issues. <laughs> I do. Like, so my, I don't see you being able to do that with him. I feel like I would do anything for him. Yeah. So I would work at it. Would you? <gasps> would you? Yeah. Isn't it crazy? And that's not a free pass. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's, it's, it's not a free pass. But, you know, it's like you said, it's not this um, fairy tale storybook of floating off into the sunset together. It's about going through huge bumps in the road, you know. Getting through it. Getting through things together, growing together, maybe making a family together, going through people dying together, going through people having babies together. And if the shit hits the fan now and again, you have to decide, well... Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Mm. And, you know, is this the person I want to go through all this with? Is this the person I want to be old in the rocking chair with no matter what? Sometimes when I'm premenstrual, I think <laughs> you deserve to have an affair. And, and you give him a free off, pass regularly. You go off and go and enjoy yourself. Uh, but it's just interesting how our views have changed over the years. And I think having kids is partly... I think it's that. a huge part. It's a huge. It's a huge part. Influence because there's a lot more to lose and to jeopardize and to fuck up. Meaning, it kind of it kind of actually brings us on to our next topic because I want to talk about marriage. Just because I think when you have a kid, your marriage is never the same. Ooh, it's in what way? Well, and I think do you know what I think if somebody had said that to me before I had a kid. I would have been terrified to have one because I would have thought, but I love my marriage and it's perfect and I don't want to challenge it in any way, shape or form. But I think it's the first time in your relationship where another human is number one. Yeah. It's not your husband or wife. There is another person there and that person is number one. And I think that can be difficult for people. I'm number four. Right. Okay. So Tell me about that. So there's Florence, there's Enzo, and now... So there's Florence, there's Enzo, and now we have a dog. <laughs> so I come after You're the dog. after the dog. I'm pretty sure I'm after the dog. And I can tell by when he comes into the house. Okay. So he goes, Ah, Florence, oh my God, oh my Enzo, or whatever. He, he mixes them up because he doesn't want them to feel left out. And then he's like, Oh my 
noop the noops, he calls him. The noops, the noops, the noops, the noops. Snoop is him. And he's like, all of them. He goes, hey, babes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm number fucking four. When did that happen? He used to be number one for years. Years and years and years and years and five years. Okay. But I'm but that's my issue. That's not his issue. That's just my insecurities. That's absolutely nothing. I want the kids to be up there. But kind of secretly, I kind of miss being number one a little bit. You so you miss see it I think bit. it's I in my relationship, I'd say it's Fabio who misses that. I'd say he feels like that a little bit. But you know what? It's so hard to find the time to treat your relationship the way that it was before you had a kid. Like, where is the time? So hard. But like, so hard. just just as an example, it's my birthday this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know you've gotten me a ton of gifts. So many. And I just put that into my notes in my phone. So Fabio said to me, listen, my mum's going to come over at the weekend. She's going to mind Wolf. Uh-huh. We're going to go out for dinner together. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, amazing. What a treat. I'm so excited. What a treat. I was like, when did we last do that? It's been a while. Wait, when... When did we last do that? And I sat down. The last time we had dinner together was my birthday last year. It's a long time. That's too long. That's a disgrace. I was shocked at myself. I was like, Fab, that is not, we, that is not okay. We cannot let that happen. But he is so level-headed. He was like, lots, it's not forever. It's for right now. You know, that's just the way it is sometimes when you have a kid. Like, it's just... You t- we take the back seat and that's just the way it is. You know, you can't be paying for a babysitter all the time. Oh my God. I went out recently for dinner and had a babysitter and had to remortgage the house. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's no, it's a big, it is, a, it's a big deal. It's it takes, a really big deal. And you have to organise, I, I bet you're so anal with getting stuff organised for Wolf when you're going out. Oh my God, that poor babysitter. What? I just, I'd say trying to get you out of the house. First of all, your makeup routine is probably off the charts because every day is your wedding makeup day, <laughs> right? <laughs> So getting ready for a night out and then getting stuff ready for Wolf mm. and then is it cr- like, yeah, is that it's even worth it? It's a it? big ask. And do you know what the thing is? I'll just be honest with you. You get to the dinner then. I'm talking about my birthday last year. You have a bite of a meal and you have a sip of a drink. And I'm like, do you know what would be great? And he's looking at me going, yeah, I, I know what would be great. And I'm going, an early night. Oh, naughty. A snooze. Oh, naughty. I'd love a, I'd love a lion. I, d- so I just, I really so need hard. to sleep. It's so I really hard. need to sleep. And he's like, I really need something else. Mm. <laughs> and it is, do you know what's the sweet spot in relationships? What? The best time is that time, the engagement. Yes. Or that kind of honeymoon, now, even if you're not engaged and you're going through that honeymoon period and there's no kids. We love our kids. We love our kids. But there's no kids around. And there's no mortgage. There's no mortgage, there's no talking about lunchboxes or AGMs or the bins. There's none of that boring shite. And there's just you two trying to just have the best time of your life. Binging television, ordering pizza. Okay, like my my version is a bit different. What's your version? Well, it's not binging telly, it's like... 
going out and seeing friends and oh, okay. having dinners and going to see stuff and gigs and... Binge and telly is a good one as well. Binge and telly and pizza. Okay. That's okay. a good one. It's a good one. But it's okay. not easy. Different strokes I think, different folks. I think instead of expecting it to just be a part of your life, you do get to a point after you have kids where you have to go, I'm going to have to schedule this in. Yeah. And you have to try to make it a priority and you have to try and fo- put, put a focus on it because it's too easy to let it slip. I've tried a couple of things now because obviously 15 years is a long time as well. And kids do, t- kids have a lot of stuff on. Right, they have a lot of oh, things. Oh, so you're in the activity phase. I'm, I'm not in the there. activity phase. So, I think, you know, picking your fights. Okay. Like you don't have to fight about <coughs> everything. Don't have to fight about everything. And you're right. Just try not to talk about the kids and actually mm. listening when he's telling you a really boring story about work. Oh. Sometimes I try and do that. And that's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting, kind of. It's interesting that you say trying not to talk about the kids, though, because I find myself constantly saying, and how many times has he pooed today? And what, what was that? What was it like? OK, great, great, great. And did you see when he did this? And I'm like, what did we talk about before we had kids? Does that ever go? I don't know. Like what? What, what stage? Does that go? I don't think it ever... Does it, do they have to move out of the house before we get to a stage I wonder to our... Like, I don't know, Jen. I don't know. Does anybody know? What's the answer? I think the moral of the story is you always got to work at it. You got to work at it to make it special. And... Because kids ruin everything. Ah, stop it. They're fabulous. We love them dearly. I didn't not say that. We do love them dearly, but they, you know, can... They can take a toll on a merch. They hamper. <laughs> they do hamper that a little bit. Yeah, but you do. can work on that. And dogs hamper that too as well. Different reason. Um, okay. I want to talk about my first crush. What? Yeah. We're very lovey this episode. I know. All about love or the lack of love. <laughs> Relationships, lives. marriage. It's very relationshipy, you know, because I think when what? you're a parent, all of this changes. But it got me thinking about my first love or my first crush because I have a daughter who is eight. And I'm thinking, oh God, I was around her age when I had my first love. Do you remember it? Dermot McArdle. Oh. He had a rat's tail. Oh. And he used to be covered in muck and he was the lad that you'd be terrified of on the road. Oh, you like the bad boys. Yeah. And you used to play rounders and never pick you, to be honest, teams. You'd be too cool. Oh. But I was mad about him. His rat's tail. Yeah, he had a rat's Do tail. Do you want to twist it around your finger? <laughs> Remember the rat's tail? Oh, it was disgusting. And I thought, who is her little rat's tail boy? Do you think she'll tell you? I think she will. I think she will. Now she says that like she doesn't like any boys, like she doesn't like boys that way because I'm always trying to get out of her. I'm like, oh, who likes who in school? And you know, she's in a mixed school. But it's such a big thing, and it's funny. Like here I am, forty three, and I remember fe- the feelings I had for that young fella. It's a you know? big deal. It's a big deal. I remember my first crush, and I what age would I have been? I probably was, I don't know, nine or ten. I don't know in and around that age anyway and I told my mum 
And she said to me, here's what we're going to do. Valentine's Day is next week. We're going to go to his house and you can give him a little rose, put it in his letterbox or something. And I was like, oh my God, mum, that's the best idea ever. And I'm going to write a card and it's going to say, guess who? And he's never going to know. And then one day he will know and we'll be boyfriend and girlfriend. So we drove to the guy's house. Oh God. And... <laughs> This is me, so this isn't going to end well, obviously. And I went up to his doorstep, but it was like up a whole load of steps. And I had a single rose in a plastic thing. I'm dying. I'm dying for you. (laughs) And a card. And you made. And it was one of those real heavy letterboxes. Oh, no. So I was trying to shove it all into the letterbox. And he opened the door. And I just, I had to run. I ran because I was like, oh my God. And I ran down the steps, jumped in the car. I was like, go, 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 go. And then the rose was stuck on my pants. So I'd, I'd only left him the plastic outer thing of the rose and the card saying, guess who? But sure, look, I can see it's you, Lottie. In Running the car with down your my mom. garden, getting in the car with your mum. Yeah. And whatever happened to him? Did you ever meet him later in life? Do you know where he Do is? Do you know what's bizarre? What? He went to school with Fabio. Were they friends? No. No. Did you tell Fabio you tried to give him a rose when you were... I did, yeah. I said, oh my God, you know he was like my first proper crush. Like I was obsessed with him. Fabio's like, why? He's a dope. That was, you know, that's just his response. Like you can't be jealous. And what did he look... Did he have a rat's tail? He didn't have a rat's tail. No, I wasn't into the rat's tail bad boy, Jen. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't wasn't really my vibe. But I, I was reading something that said... A lot of psychologists actually regard crushes as a milestone in your developmental years. And it's because they teach kids about attraction and privacy. Privacy? Yeah. Well, how does that work? Well, because, Jen, not all kids want to share it with their parents. Yeah. It's their little love life and their little thing for themselves as they develop and grow. So I think after that... I, I didn't tell my mum anything then because I I wanted to keep it to myself in terms of who I fancied and stuff. Um, also because the getaway car wasn't that great in the first instance. That's a horrific story, Lottie. Yeah, I know. It explains a lot. Does it? Well, yeah. Okay. About your mother more so than anything. Uh, do you remember getting Valentine's Day cards? Yeah. That's so cute. But I always knew they're from my parents. Oh, What? Yeah. They gave you Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. I'm so going to do that for but Florence they, they and Enzo. Would, That's amazing. So they will post them. They will, My mum and dad will post us Valentine's Day cards every year, like two or three. We'd all get them. And I remember on Valentine's Day, we'd all come downstairs. Mum and dad would be like, oh my God, what are you guys not telling us? What What is all this on the floor? And we'd be like, nothing. It's none of your business. And as only as I got older, I realised... They were all from them. That is so sweet. But it's also sad because where were my Valentine's Day cards? <laughs> I cannot wait to do that for my kids. Anyway, hope you picked up some tips on what to do on Valentine's Day. And what not to do. And what not to do. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all we have time for. Thank you so much for joining us on Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Don't forget to like and subscribe because it really helps the pod. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review 
It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.